Capital One presents a 30-second audio tour of Ireland. Sheep, fairies, golf, charming castle, charming castle, charming castle, charming castle, charming castle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know you can actually go there when you use the Capital One Venture Card. You earn unlimited double miles on every dollar you spend on every purchase, which means you'll have plenty of miles to actually travel to Ireland. The Capital One Venture Card. What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USA NA. Do you believe in ghosts? Old Victorian buildings can be quite creepy to visit, let alone to live in. But can an unusual experience be simply explained by nothing more than a mind playing tricks? Tonight's story is a recounting of some students' unusual experiences when living at a boarding school. Of course, in an old Victorian building. As always, visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think tonight's story was adapted from fact or a pure work of fiction. You're listening to Ghost Stories, and this is Boarding School. Growing up, I spent a lot of time at boarding school because my parents' jobs involved a lot of travelling. I think they thought me being based in a single location would give my education a certain level of stability that I wouldn't have had if I'd moved school every six months or so. There were a couple of times I had to change boarding schools, but they're not really relevant here. In general, the buildings I lived in were modern apartments or old buildings converted to house a large number of students. One of the halls of residence I lived in was really run down and often felt quite eerie if you were alone or it was at night. It was an old Victorian mansion um, converted for the purpose of housing students and also there were classrooms for some of the younger students to be taught on site. Uh, the school was actually set across a couple of buildings, but the younger students weren't trusted to get themselves to the lessons off-site, so when I was younger, all my lessons were in the same building that I was living in. I would say that the building was larger than what they'd say was a modest-sized mansion, and the upper floors were converted to house the students, and the ground floor was for lessons and common room and so on. Because it was an old Victorian building, it had lots of narrow, twisting corridors, in fact, I imagine it was quite a nightmare to get the furniture in when they converted it. Looking back, I wish I'd learnt a bit more about the history of this building, because I've got no idea who originally lived there, or what kind of celebrations or tragedies happened within. And obviously I'd like to look into it now, but in all honesty I can't remember its name, unlikely though that might seem. So, being that this was old and a bit creepy, and um, there were lots of young people there are quite impressionable. You can imagine there were lots of claims from kids to have witnessed strange unexplained occurrences. There'd be lots of stories and they'd spread like Chinese whispers so there wasn't really a way to find out what was real and what wasn't. So really I took the stories as nothing more than kids trying to find creative ways to scare each other. There were a couple of stories that stand out in my mind but really I didn't believe any of them at the time. One I heard was from a student who'd arrived at school a week before anyone else for some reason. 
so we'll call her Bella. Well, she arrived on a Sunday, and by Thursday, another student had arrived, and she said she was starting new that year. She told Bella about her summer trip across Europe with her older sister, and they really got to know each other quite well, because it was just the two of them. So when the next batch of students arrived, Bella was really excited to introduce her friends to the new girl, but she couldn't find her anywhere. After searching all around, Bella spoke to the teacher on duty. I'm not sure which teacher it was. But anyway, she asked her where the new girl was because she was worried that perhaps she'd left or something had happened. Well, to her shock, the teacher said that Bella had been the only student that had been there earlier that week. Now, I'd be lying if I said that didn't creep me out a bit as a story, but I didn't believe it was true. I honestly thought it was just a story created by a bored child who was on her own for a week. There were a few other stories I remember, all fairly creepy, but nothing quite like that. Quite often you heard people saying they'd seen someone when they entered a room, only for them to suddenly disappear. It wasn't quite like Bella's story, and often it was when someone was in a hurry, so maybe, you know, they looked out the corner of their eye and saw a wardrobe and thought it was a person. Could happen. Well, I was at this school for about two years without anything weird happening to me. However, when I was about 14, I was moved to the top floor dorm. So this was really out of the way and it was where you had to walk the longest to get to lessons or to the canteen. So you'd want to get down early for breakfast to get the best food. And in the rush, sometimes people would forget their books or worse, their PE kit. So after they'd eaten, it would be quite usual for girls to be rushing off to get their stuff before getting to lessons because you'd get into trouble, but you'd get into worse trouble for being late, so it was a bit difficult to decide what to do. And one time I forgot my PE kit and I thought, no, I can't risk it, I'll run back. As I jogged through the corridors, there was no one else there. And then I turned a corner and I also got knocked down by this student who was also running back to her dorm. And I went, hey, and she simply said, sorry, and she didn't look back at me and just continued to run away. So I got up and I started to get a move on because by then I was running even more late than I was before. So I ran down the winding hallway and then I kept seeing the girl again. I seemed to be following her. She was always a few steps ahead of me and I couldn't see who it was. But then if you're late and you're in a hurry, you're not going to stop and chat. So, you know, nothing that weird there. And then we went up the last flight of stairs in the corridor and I realised she was heading for my dorm. I couldn't work out who it was because I'd left the other girls from the dorm downstairs. But maybe one of them had caught me up. You couldn't tell by what anyone was wearing because we all had the same horrible grey uniform. So when we got to the dorm, I was probably about three to four steps behind her. And she ran through the door and slammed it behind her like really rude. I wasn't happy. I thought, it's Erica, because she's like that. We never really saw eye to eye. So I took a deep breath and I burst into the room, ready to give her a piece of my mind. And the room was empty. There was no one there. It would have been impossible for anyone to hide that quickly, but she must have done. So I half tore the room apart, searching for her, shouting, get out of here, Erica. In my heart, I knew I was alone, but I continued to search and shout out of fear, because the fear was the realisation of what had just happened. I was terrified. 
so terrified I had to fight back tears. I didn't want to stay, but I didn't want to get her back out into the hallway because maybe she was waiting for me out there. So, it wasn't like a threatening thing, but it was scary. It's the unknown. The unknown is scary, and I didn't know what to do. After a while, I thought, well, nothing for it, so I grabbed my kit and I ran as hard as I could until I got to my lesson. By that time, I was over 15 minutes late and in a lot of trouble. But I just couldn't say what had happened. I just was scared to tell the truth because I thought what on earth would people say because after all I'd refused to believe other people's stories so I just didn't tell anyone I went years without telling anyone I may have been in denial because if I talked about it it was real so maybe I was just too creeped out now a few years later I became a prefect and one of my jobs was being there if any girls started early before the others after the holidays and one year there were two girls that arrived early and I looked after them. We had a great time. And then the rest of the kids arrived and these two girls came to me and they said, we don't know where the new girl is, the one we've been with all week, you know? So, was that a riveting tale of many encounters with an eager apparition? Or was this story nothing more than children trying to outdo each other with extravagant made-up stories of the unknown? Either way, I wouldn't want to spend a night in an old Victorian mansion, especially on my own. That's all for this week, but for show credits, be sure to visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think boarding school is based on fact or a pure work of fiction. And be sure to follow us on Facebook by searching for Ghost Stories the Podcast. And of course, subscribe and review us on iTunes. Now we'll leave you with a preview of next week's episode. And don't stop asking. Do you believe in ghosts? They felt kind of cold and eerie. Like if you looked carefully, you might realise there were actually eyes in the dark. As I walked up the stairs to the club... I had a bit of a creepy feeling in my stomach, like I was headed somewhere dangerous. The lights in the stairwell were flickering and it was like, you know, in a horror movie and you'd be shouting at the screen, turn around, leave while you can. Napa know-how. Why should you buy a 99 cent Napa bag? Because it's no ordinary bag. It can save you 20% on three or more items you can fit inside. Some call that magic. Others say it's the eighth wonder of the world. But whatever it is, it's the best way to save you 20% on brakes, filters, wipers, and more. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 19